Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooters Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Tom, Dan, John, uh, Vern, and Brendan. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I'm John just hanging around. You know, Brendan, he went through that uh, update really fast. Have you had had a lot of coffee this morning? Is that it? (laughs) Yeah, you you know, I had to write that thing pretty quick. Well, yeah, but you t- said it really quick. Yeah, I had to, I had to fit a lot in there. <laughs> you know, I can tell my I've aged because it used to be I'd come in and I'd be the one looking all tired and the producer looked bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Now I look like the fresh guy and these guys are all the ones that look tired in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that could, that's... My, ca- my partying days are over. Yeah, and that's because they're young now partying, you know. They're young, eh? you know. Hey, you probably... I'm, I'm sleeping at 8.30. I'm in REM sleep 3 at that point. Moving on to the rapid eye movement, and these guys are just going, getting dressed, going out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just going you know, out. If you ever, you know, if it's worth it, worth it, give me a call. You know, like maybe if like one of your girlfriend's mothers or something's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll keep you in mind. You next time any, yeah, keep, keep, you guys could give me a call. Yeah, so you could. Take I have her. had friends trying younger guys, friends of mine try and set me up with their girlfriend's mother, saying, "Yeah, man, she's really hot." So you can take them out and lose your keys and climb up the to John's window, rapping on the window. You know, <laughs> the worst time was years ago when I was in Green Bay and I was at this. Rita was her name. I was at her house, and I didn't realize, but Rita had a boyfriend. And all of a sudden, Uh-oh. I was like 20, she was like 30. Uh-oh. All of a sudden, there's a pounding on the door, and this guy's screaming. Uh-oh. She says, would you mind going out that other door? So I did. And it was about 2 in the morning, and then I realized that my keys were locked inside my Trans Am at the time. So I remember running barefoot with my shoes in my hand down to a phone booth, calling my roommate and saying, hey, dude, I'm locked outside this apartment complex. There's a madman inside who wants to kill me, and my keys are locked in the Trans Am. I said, take the extra set and come down and get me. And all he said was, Bush, the things I do for you. He oh, says, my God, God, you owe me big time. Well, did oh, he yeah. do it? 
Of course he did. Oh, yeah. And then when I went to the parking lot, though, I sprinted to the car, started it up, and just bailed out of the parking lot because I figured the dude would hear my car start up. Oh, no, wow. not that yeah. one. Yeah, this one had a rumble to it. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, listen, guys, I was over at the Okachi Fishing Club this last week. Uh, they uh, Trey, the president of the Okachi Fishing Club, he, he called me on Monday. He was in a bind. Uh, their speaker couldn't make it, and uh, so he called me and asked me if I could please, 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 please fill in, you know. And I said, you know, I acquiesced. I said, okay, fine, you know. So I went out there. And I want to thank all the people at the Okachi Fishing Club that were there. Had a nice time. Met a lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time. You know, they got a great group of people. As a matter of fact, they got three guys that moved up here to Milwaukee from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Of course, they're Steeler fans, all right? But three really nice guys. Somebody must have, and they're really into fishing. And uh, they... I, they wanted, I guess, to join a club that was a good learning, teaching club, whatever, and uh, they got into a good club, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good club. Uh, spe- they were nice guys. Speaking yeah. of good club, uh, Lunkers Unlimited is another good club. Oh, they yeah. had their outing oh, yeah. this week. I think it was the Make-A-Wish outing. Oh, yeah, had a bunch yeah, yeah. of kids out on. They yeah. had pizzas for them and Where was cooking that on the grill right by uh, right by my place, right by... Oh, uh, at Smokey's. At Smokey's, yeah. well, the, now it's Bayside Beach, oh. and but it's yeah, basically Bayside right Beach. there. Behind the Anthonium is whatever you call it, and uh, yes, so yeah, that's a good group. We there are a lot of good, good, uh, good clubs around, fishing clubs, yeah. and you well, know, I'm a member of Muskie's Inc. and I'm a member of uh, <clears throat> Walleyes for Tomorrow. And though I don't go to the meetings, yeah, yeah. I just get too busy. But I still want to send my money to support yeah, the clubs because yeah. they use the money for good things. You know, working yeah. on the stocking yeah. and so forth. So exactly. Hey, I got a question for you, Bushy and huh. John. See what you guys think. I'm not going to ask Brendan because, you know, he don't know nothing. His name's Vern. <laughs> yeah, according to John, his name is Vern. <laughs> it's nice having Brendan back here now, you know, because he's he, – what show are you on, Brendan, big time? Chuck and Winkler. You're on Chuck and Winkler's yeah. show. Yeah, you do that one. Okay. Winkler? Oh, Chuck, yeah, yeah. Wick, Wicket's gone. Yeah, Chuck Wicket's and Winkler gone. now. Yep. Is yeah. Chuck and Winkler? Yeah. Soon to be Chuck they, and Brendan. Did, did they <laughs> – Chuck and Vern. So <laughs> – Okay. Uh, Winkler just moved down to, uh, was it St. Louis? Wicked, Wicked. Uh, Wicked, uh, Wicked moved I to mean. Kansas City. Kansas City. I knew it was someplace he down there. He followed his uh, fiance down there. Yeah, Typical what, guy, ran yeah. through the nose. Remember, remember our, dump him. Hey, remember our producer, Zach? He followed his fiance to Washington, yeah. D.C. I don't know if that's working out. He, he called us every now and then from Washington, D.C., but not, he hasn't done that See, lately. I had a buddy of mine years ago. He followed his fiance down to... Uh, Florida, and then she started having an affair with. She, she was a military <laughs> nurse, and she started having an affair with one of the commanders or whatever, and dumped them high and dry. Yeah. And I, he didn't tell me though for months, yeah, because I was the type of guy who would always go, "Don't do it, don't yeah, do don't it, do don't it. hook up, don't trust this woman." Yeah. And uh, he, and so I had to hear through a friend, and then finally I called him up and I said, "Hey, man, why didn't you tell me?" He goes. Oh, yeah. Like, Dan Bush is the last guy I want to call for sympathy. <laughs> yeah, I, he didn't want to hear an, <laughs> I told you so. He didn't want to hear me, mister. Yeah. yeah. I told you so. Yeah. Okay, here's my question. Do you think a 9 millimeter can kill a grizzly bear? Well, sure. They A 22 can kill a grizzly bear if you but I'm, hit it. Okay, well, right. I mean, I'm just saying some guys might say, no way, that's not big enough to kill a grizzly. Well, you here's, know? here's the thing. Uh Kill is one thing, stop it is another. Yeah. And uh, 
Unless you got lucky and lucky and you hit it right in the temple or somehow got it in the eye and it went right to the brain stem, um, yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna stop it. Um, now, if I were in the woods for protection and I had nothing, well, yeah, it's better than a slingshot. But yeah, well, well anyway, because somebody, somebody killed one with well, one in Alaska. Yeah, a guy, uh, a fishing guide, had a couple people, a guy and his wife, out. And they're fishing on some river in Alaska for probably salmon, you know, or trout or something. Call it a hunch. And, uh, yeah, just a hunch. <laughs> and this bear, a male, a big old boar, just comes out of nowhere charging him. Well, I shouldn't say come out of nowhere. They seen him. He's walking towards him. Then he decides, I want to eat these people <laughs> or something. You know, or get them the heck them. off my part of the yeah. stream. So this guy. He, They're my salmon. This uh, fishing guide, he had a 9 millimeter pistol with him, generally just to fire shots in the air to scare him off. Well, before this bear started charging, he fired a few shots in the air, figured it'd scare him off. I don't know. Maybe it just upset the bear more because it started coming after him. He unloaded uh, seven shots into the bear. And it died. I mean, like, it was right next to him. So a 9 millimeter can kill a grizzly, I guess. What I would do yeah. is I would get some, uh, for a grizzly, uh, I'd get some solids, you know, that uh, just oh, yeah. penetrate. Oh, yeah, penetrate. Yeah, yeah, like a FMJ or Maybe something that's what like he that. Had. Yeah, you wouldn't want anything expanding, um, mm -hmm. not like a people killer. Like people right. killers, they make them expanding. So yeah, like those, all the energy goes yeah. into the body and doesn't yeah. go through the back of the guy and go through the neighbor's apartment. Yeah. But and, uh, and for people listening, FMJ, FMJ means uh, full. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, full metal jacket. Full metal jacket. Type. It's yeah. It's not a hollow. It's not a hollow point. It, there's bullets that just don't expand at yeah, all. They just right, go right, right through. You uh, know what I would take with me. I take Brendan. Well, the best thing. He's as big as a grizzly bear. He's tall, you know. He'd scare that. He'd, he'd stand up, stick I, out his arms. and Listen, I do not want my guide with a 9 millimeter. I don't care what kind of load. I want a, yeah. a guide with at least, handgun-wise, at least a 44 Magnum with heavy loads yeah. on up. Best thing most of those guys will tell you to carry is like, a, like, like your shotgun, a short little pump shotgun slung over your shoulder with some uh, like combination, buck. combination of slug and buckshot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. maybe have them alternating. Yeah. And uh, that's some yeah. pretty good bear medicine if you have yeah. to do some short-range yeah. shooting. And that bear spray works good, too. Bear spray, uh, that'll uh, turn a lot of animals around. You spray them in the, yeah, in the face with yeah, that I'd, stuff. I'd let you use the bear spray, and I'll oh, use I, the well, shot. I know. Well, Here, you use this. Well, <laughs> you know, I, boom, boom, boom. I'm just saying, if you don't have a weapon, and if you're or if you're in an area where you can't bring weapons in, you know, like in one of the national right. parks, oh, yeah, yeah, the bear spray, the bear spray will work. I guess, you know? I guess it can work, and uh, it uh, it has like a, it's like bright orange something flashes into their face. I think it's partly the flash of color. Well, it and, burns uh, too, and the burning, yeah, and, and it and it startles them. Did you guys hear about the woman driving through? You know, one of those drive-through safari parks where the wild animals are walking, but you just drive through the road, you know, and look at them, and you're not supposed to get out of your car. Did yeah. you hear about the woman? For some reason. She opens up her driver's door, gets out of her car. Ten feet away is a Bengal tiger that decides he jumps on her, grabs her, and starts dragging her into the woods. The a woman, make love to her. A woman Come in the on, car. John. A woman in the car behind her. She stops, runs over to help this lady, screaming and hollering and hitting the lion. It's like I mean the uh, the tiger. It's like that woman had a lot of guts. 
The woman who was attacked initially, she, she survived. The woman who tried to save her, the Bengal tiger tore her up and killed her. Mm. So, but why? When did you hear this? Oh, I read it. Uh, they had pictures. They had a video of it. Was this on the news? Or yeah, well, like it was on... Uh, on uh, YouTube through social yeah, media. Yeah, whatever, too, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, they had a video of it because they got video cameras throughout this place, you know, this yeah. park that you do this. Why she? I, it never did explain why she got out of her car. Was it so? This wasn't on major news. It was on like uh, right. I mean, it might have been. I don't watch all a lot of major all the news, news stories. Don't like yeah. I don't. I don't hear them all by tigers. But it's side. like, don't get out of your car when there's tigers and lions and bears. There's oh my! <laughs> around Im- <laughs> you know, don't get out of your car. Important safety tip, Egon. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, important safety <laughs> tip is right. Don't cross the streams. Oh God! Well, listen. When we come back, you got something good up there that you got written down there, Danny. I see you got stuff written on it. Anything good? I got my name. <laughs> <laughs> you won't uh, lose that notebook, then. Yeah. Yes, we got lots of exciting things exactly. to talk about today from the world of the cutting edge outdoors. I have the latest edition of the Nutcracker. All right, skew we- you. We got a nutcracker yeah, the official over here. mouthpiece of the skew you so yeah. i'll see what kind of exciting things we can talk yeah. about. all right well we'll be right back with more with john dan and tom here on the crazy train of the midwestern shooter supplies cutting edge outdoors on 105.7 fm the fan Welcome back to the Bait Mate Fish Attractant Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. We're here to get you rocking and rolling and wake you up on a Saturday morning. And who do we got rocking on uh, the Cutting Edge Outdoors hotline? We got Paul in New Berlin. <laughs> hey, Paul. What's up, man? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Um, thanks to the Cutting Edge in uh, Boulder Junction for the trip that I, I had. I, I came back. I went there last weekend. Oh, yeah, you won that trip uh, at the sports show with Dennis uh, Royce, right? Right, and yeah. uh, to let you know, Dennis was wearing the cutting-edge hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's got cutting-edge outdoors underwear. Did you see that, too? No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably good. So you went out with a guide up there? Uh, I went out with uh, Irv's Guide Service. Yeah. Um, we didn't catch anything. We didn't even see anything. Oh, were you, were you musky must- fishing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I figure you're going to the capital, musky capital of the world. You might as well musky. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. And the weather was great. Uh, the people were great. Um, the, the, the White Birch uh, Lodge, it's, uh, they've got a, maybe 13, 14 different buildings that you can go to. We, we stayed at the, at the lodge itself, but um, it's remodeled. It's really beautiful looking uh you know it's a nice setting up north it's on a lake where the the entire lake is like uh, state-owned uh, forest so they're the only people that are on the lake and it's like the whole lake was theirs you know wow so you had a good time i take it huh right. so you know i thank you and it was uh, enjoyable and um whoever wins next year they're gonna have fun all right, all right. well thanks for calling paul yeah, yeah. appreciate congratulations. it congratulations thanks for listening all right bye bye now um, 
I got to tell you real quick, out at Smokey's on Thursday, these three guys come in. There's a younger fella, I don't know, 16, 17. Then there's a, another guy who's maybe in his mid-40s or so. And then there's a retired guy who's like 65, 66. The retired guy. Living the dream. That's right. Now, the 45-year-old the, the, the or whatever he was, 50. That's he the did, son. I, no, it wasn't. The other's the grandson. No, no. The older guy was just a friend oh, of theirs. He was, no, no, he was just a friend. Okay. And uh, the the guy who was like 45, 50, he was taking the older guy out, showing him how to fish, you know, showing him fishing. It was the second or third time out. Well, he comes in, and in his thumb is really buried a mini-mite hook. He said the mini-mite was really catching the panfish for him, but it also caught this guy because he did one of those things that you shouldn't do when you're swinging fish into the boat and the rod's bent over. Even if it's a bluegill crappie perch, grabbed it and then he it went got to grab for the line. Back. Yeah, he went to grab Never for the line. the line. The hook came out of the fish, went right Never in his thumb. Never grabbed the line. So we tried a number of things to get the hook out, but none of them, he I, he didn't want to cut it out himself because that's what I do to mine. I, I just stick the knife in there and make the hole a little bigger. He didn't want to do that. Well, anyway, so after a number of failed attempts... Uh, Rick, the new Rick says, look, if you want, he says, I'll, uh, I'll get a big players and pull that sucker out. The old guy says, oh, oh, listen to me. He said, the old guy says, yeah, let's do it. Now the guy had really tough, rough hands, you know, like he's been a laborer. He's, he's, he's been like me. I don't know, maybe carpenter construction. He had some tough hands, right? He says, yeah, let's do it. So Mark, he goes up and gets a bottle of absolute vodka. And he says, you might want to take a few belts of this first. So the first they wash off the, you know, where the where the hook's going in the guy's thumb. They pour the vodka over that. Then the guy goes, glug, 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 glug. I mean, he's really swigging on this thing. Puts his hand down. The new Rick comes out with the big players. And he says, okay, guys. And a couple of the other guys were holding this guy's arm down and hand down, holding them down. He's okay, hold him down. I couldn't watch. I walked around the side of the building. Have a smoke. I I couldn't watch. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm on the other side of the building. I'm going to move away from the mic a little bit. I'm on the other side of the – I just get over to the other side of the building. They're holding the guy down, and all of a sudden I hear, ah! (laughs) I know, folks, maybe you heard that. (laughs) I had, to move, I had to move away from the mic. Did they get the hook out? Oh, yeah. It came out, and that guy, he just, oh, God, he screamed. But then I came back around because I knew the hook was out now, and I came back around, and the guy's smiling. <laughs> he's kind of dancing a little bit, but he's smiling, and I went in, I got got him some uh, paper toweling, whatever, you know, to hold over his That's thumb. Classic first. Yeah. Little, 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 yeah, part. they poured a little bit more vodka. Do have on, any more on... gauze or maybe some... No. Well, we had a Band-Aid. Re- a real first aid kit there. No, no. John, when are you going to get a first aid kit at Smokey's? Yeah, we we poured vodka on it. <laughs> like, that's coming. And then yeah. we put a, and he held it to stop yeah. the bleeding, yeah. then put a Band-Aid on. And, and he was smiling. He was thanking everybody for all their help. You know, Did he go but, back fishing? Yeah, and then he went back out fishing. And I said, don't go grabbing for the line. You know, I see Gillespie doing that constantly. And over the years, Gillespie has has had quite a few hooks in his hands. Because if you ever notice, whenever he's swinging in fish, he's grabbing for the fish or grabbing for the line. He's had hooks in him, and and that was the first time, you know, when I not the first time I ever had a hook in me, but that happened to me one time, and I'll never ever grab for that line. I always let you, the fish you, on the floor. You first. know, there is that one method where you can wrap the fishing line yeah. around. We and tried press it. Down. You did try it. Yeah, but what happened was when we were pressing down. It's such a small. Well, we hook. we cut the the uh, the ball of the jig 
Okay, yeah. from the mini mic, we cut that off. We maybe in retrospect should have left it on. I don't know. Yeah, but, leave to get the leverage. But, but we want it. But we wanted to get that that end of the hook, the shank, all the way down on his thumb, and we tried that. But the, just the way it was positioned, it it, it was I, it, it. You have to go really parallel it. with it. We we I, I tried it with a kid one time at Smokey's about ten years ago. He was on his way to the hospital. He had his kid, yeah. and I said, "Listen." Let's try I said, this. Let's try this. And here's the ironic thing. While I was at work the day before, yeah. for some reason I was on some fishing site and the that method, I'd read about it in yeah. magazines years yeah. ago, but I never yeah. really paid attention to yeah. it. For some reason, I logged on and I and I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna really study this and how exactly do yeah. they do yeah. this? And I had actually Sat there for ten minutes, kind of looking at it and figuring it out. The day day before, and ironically, the next day, all of a sudden, here's a kid and who it need, needs it. I think it was like divine yeah. intervention. Yeah. There, it worked beautifully. Yeah. I had the dad do the yanking with the yeah. so I because I didn't want to. I said, if you want to try this, yeah. this is how it, how they say it works, yeah. and it works slicker and snot on a yeah. doorknob. They had the hook out of the kid's hand, and they were heading back out in the boat yeah. to go fishing. As opposed but to you going, gotta, you, they were going to go yeah. to the hospital. Yeah, you got you got to hold that shank down. You really, you know, you got to hold it yeah, down you because get it, 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 at that it certain angle, angle. And, and this, that little, that thin little wire hook of a mini mic, just, it just wasn't doing right. And he had it really buried in there. It's not like the barb was just under the skin or anything. It was way down in there, you know? Right. So anyway, but I'll tell you what, that guy, he, he had, uh, cojones. He had some cojones. He just said, go ahead, rip it out. (laughs) It was painful just thinking about it. Sorry about that, folks, if that wrecked your morning. (laughs) Did did he have to eat the worm at the bottom of the bottle? No, that's only in tequila. I thought maybe he had gone through. It was vodka. No, this was vodka, yeah. Did he get to keep the bottle of vodka and take that back? No, but they gave him a beer. Like a consolation (laughs) prize? They they gave him a beer. beer. They gave him a beer. All right. That sounds good. Yeah, John should have a, a first aid kit over there, yeah. just in case. Uh, we do. It's normally by the second or third week of the season. That it disappears? Yeah. There's probably one piece of gauze and uh, maybe two pieces of uh, adhesive tape. Oh, you oh. mean it gets used? Yeah. From all oh. the injuries? Yeah. Oh, uh, being yeah. Being technician is a hard job at Smokey's <laughs> Bait Shop Bar and Casino. You injuries are common. Sometimes people lose digits and all limbs and everything oh, else. Yeah. You know, you can lose an arm dipping it into the old minnow yeah. tank. Oh, just to let people know too, over at Smokey's Bait and Tackle, we got in a new supply of Kelly worms, the pre-rigged three-hooked plastic worm, the Kelly worms. Got a new supply of those, and of course with the worm, but we got a new supply of Kelly worms. Kelly just worms. Let, just let people know. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, it's about six thirty, guys. You know what that means? No idea. That means that the gut report is next, and then after the six forty-five break, we will be playing Hornschwaggle, right, Mr. Douglas. That's right. So if you got any questions or comments right now, seven nine nine twelve fifty is the phone number, or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Brendan, you got an update to do? All right, well, I guess we'll let them do it, guys, right? Okay, the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors is presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. You're still going to need them. We'll be right back. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by V-Mart Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. 
Well, I got a quick recipe and then a tip, all right? But first of all, there's a lot of salmon, you guys, being caught on Lake Michigan, salmon and brown trout, but especially the salmon. And this recipe, I mean, I've, I've done it a few years ago, but I got to bring it up again uh, for those of you who haven't, haven't heard it. It's called Alaskan Barbecue Salmon. It's got nothing to do with barbecue, though. I don't know why they call it Alaskan Barbecue. But if you take a cup of brown sugar, a half a cup of honey, and a quarter to a half a cup of cider vinegar, start off with a quarter, and just so that it's a nice, you know, uh, syrupy consistency, and you and two one or two dashes of liquid smoke. You mix that all together, and when you're baking your salmon, whether it be on the grill or in the oven, you baste it, okay, with this stuff. If you like something sweet, because it is brown sugar and honey, if you like something sweet, Whoa. it's really good. Yeah, it's called Alaskan barbecue salmon. Real quick. A cup of brown sugar, half a cup of honey, and a half. Uh, start with a quarter cup of cider vinegar. Work your way up to a half a cup. And uh, if you want, you can always cut that recipe in half, you know, if you just got a few pieces. But here's a tip that uh, you, you know how beans give you gas? You know, John's laughing over there. Well, yes, for some people, do beans give you gas, Brendan? There's no other radio show in the world where some guy's talking about gas. Okay, you want to get rid of the gas in the beans so that you don't have gas just, and embarrass I, I yourself? I just get the guy out of my house. <laughs> I don't need to get rid of the gas. I'll get well, rid of the gas dispenser. The, the, yeah, the gasser. <laughs> well, what you do is you soak the beans in water for three hours. Throw away the soaked water. Add boiling water to cover and cook for at least 30 minutes. Discard the cooking water and then add add fresh water and resume cooking. That'll get rid of the stuff that's in the beans that give you the gas. So you want to go gasless (laughs) with beans? That's how you do it. Anyway, I found that on cooks.com, by the way. Um, You ever light gas before, Tom? (laughs) A bunch of guys in college that did that. (laughs) <laughs> and then there were a bunch of girls that started doing it too because oh, the God. guys were talking about it. Yep, those are those are the wild ones. Okay, the gut report was Chicks brought from to St. Louis. <laughs> the gut report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. and by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at Fifty First in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha for weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. I knew that would get a reaction out of you guys. Hey, what's new with Skew You? Well, first of all, Tom, I want to compliment you. Finally. (laughs) What? Finally. That was a great sounding recipe you just gave me. Oh, it is. I'm thinking for salmon. Oh, my God. I've done it before. That sounds really, really good. I'll email it to you. Yeah, send that one to me. And speaking of really, really good recipes, Skew You, a.k.a. Squirrels Unlimited, like my hat. Skew You is proud to support the 2016 World Champion Squirrel Cook-Off on September 10th in beautiful downtown Bentonville, Arkansas. This will be the fifth annual edition of the event and squirrel hunters from across the country. Someday, Tom, Someday. when I retire, I'm going to get a bunch of friends and we're going to drive down. We're driving down and I'm going to compete. I'm going to win. I'm going to wear the crown someday. Um <laughs> So, okay, from across the country, unite to support the heritage of squirrel hunting. We uh, we were able to get a great sponsor for the 2016 event, 
Kania, K-A-N-I-A Traps from Canada has raised the prize money. First place, $1,000. Second place, $750. Third place, $500. And 16th place, mystery prize. The event showcases... <laughs> boy, even... Uh, I think I'd like to win that 16th place. The event showcases the best cooks from around the country with 40-plus teams merging on the streets in order to win the title of world champion. You as a member of SKU-U can win an additional $100 if you place in the top three. So time is getting near, so sign up today at www.squirrelcookoff.com. Now, I know some of our listeners are just sitting there wondering, what in the heck am I going to do next month? You got nothing to do. You're heading to Arcan- You're heading down to uh, Bentonville. Bentonville, Arkansas. Yep. Yeah. Load up the truck and go. And is that, I wonder if that's in southern Arkansas, northern Arkansas, middle of the uh, state. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Any of our Arkansas expert listeners can call us and let us know yeah. if they know anything about Bentonville, yeah. Arkansas. 414-799-1250. There's not even a southern country song about Bentonville, Arkansas. You know, like other other you know Memphis not, not yet, and stuff right, like yeah, that. But yeah. Yeah, she broke my heart in, in Bentonville. Bentonville. <laughs> okay, now here's some uh, information. Let's talk about squirrels now as far as red versus gray at the table. The civil war on what squirrel tastes the best at the table is as old as the hickory tree you hunted. Okay, after years of research, uh, that simply means eating hundreds of bushy tails. Here's, here are some facts. Age makes a lot of difference. The younger the squirrel, the more tender. Well, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Fox squirrels are tough. Well, this is not always the case, but if you simply cook it low and slow, uh, you can have much more meat than a gray will have. Yep, now, yep. I've, I like to target the big hawk and fox squirrels. I'm still trying to get the elusive three-pounder, but they are tough. They yeah. are tough, yeah. But, but if you, you get a lot more meat. Yeah, but if you, like they say, if you cook them low and slow long enough, that they'll be all right. Yep. Here's yeah. another thing. A summer squirrel will make you sick. Uh, that's not, oh, tr- not true. That's not, not true. true. Summer squirrels may appear thinner or may have more ticks, but the meat is still the same no matter what the season is. Uh, gray squirrel is sweeter meat. Mm. Uh, this guy says, I guess this is what you put on them. Squirrel meat can absorb any flavor you add. But red versus gray, same flavor of the meat. So yeah. that's not really true. I think the key is getting the young the young ones really, are really yeah. tender. I would I would think that, you know, if you put barbecue sauce on anything, it'll be fine. If you put brown sugar on anything, it'll be fine. <laughs> I think that brown sugar and honey sounds like a good squirrel recipe to me. Uh, reds are harder to clean. Is that right? It says, yep, no doubt about it. The gray skin is much easier to remove. Mm. But the amount of meat from a fox will fill the pot. You know, I've never, I've, I've never fox squirrel. Oh, fox squirrel. Reds and fox squirrels, they're using those terms interchangeably. Okay. Not like the little pine squirrel, red. They're not talking about no, those no, little dinky those little ones. ones. So no. some people call the big fox squirrels reds. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never noticed it, Tom. I, I, all squirrels are hard to clean. It's not like a rabbit where you can tear it right yeah, off. Yeah, you just the rabbit comes off really. And, and the problem is your best the the bushies cutting edge outdoors tip of the day is clean the squirrels right away. Right away, because yeah. otherwise, if you leave them sit like I do in below zero January weather, and I come back with five frozen chunks of five frozen squirrels in the back of the yeah. truck, it can be a chore. Um, we would always gut them right away. 
yeah. in the field. Got them right away. We didn't have to take the skin off right away, but definitely got them right away. Would you away. got them? I yeah, never right really away. bothered with uh, Reds have parasites and worms. Uh, all the, Now, this is a statement, and then this guy responds to it. Uh, he says, all wild game can have parasites and worms, but also, do, also domesticated livestock. Proper temps will keep the meat safe. So the moral of the story is eat them, but cook them right. Never overcook your game meat. And never just boil your tree bacon. So this from Squirrels Unlimited, the latest uh, edition of The Nutcracker. And you can even go online to Squirrels uh, Unlimited and check out their website, except it, I don't think it's working right now. All right. We're going to go to a break. But right after this break, we're going to be playing, guess what? Hornswoggle. And that's no Hornswoggle. And uh, Danny will ask you three questions of the out of doors, hunting, fishing, whatever, and or whatever it might be. And you got to get two out of the three right. And Danny, what are they going to win? They're going to win an exciting uh, prize package from uh, Baitmate Fish Attractants, Coleman Insect Repellent. Which yeah. You need that insect repellent yeah. to keep the Zika virus away. That's right. You're going to get a nice prize package and uh, all you got to do is call 414-799-1250 if you've won in the last six weeks do not call well let somebody have, have let somebody yeah. else have a chance yeah is all we're trying but to if say. you have called and lost in the last six weeks go ahead and call yeah and if you're texting the big rig if if you're driving through listening we want you to give it another shot yeah, buddy he's tried several times i and know just, i know we want text to win 414-799-1250. For John Lehman, Dan Bush, I'm Tom Neubauer. Brendan is uh, on the boards, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. To the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios, this is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hoping you're rolling on down the highway with us this morning. And uh, we've got our Hornswoggle segment queuing up right now. And uh, Merv, Vern, whatever you're... uh, (laughs) Who do we got on the line? We got Tim and Racine. Tim and Racine. Hey, how are you doing, Tim? Good morning. Good morning, Tim. Good, Good. man. Uh, So you know how the Hornswoggle... Uh, works. I make a statement. If I'm pulling your leg, it's a hornswoggle. If I'm telling the truth, you just say no hornswoggle. Yes, I got you. Okay, so here we go. Uh, the topic today is Wisconsin snakes. Okay. Oh, snakes, yeah. yeah. Do you like snakes, Tom? No, I don't like snakes. No, I no. don't like spiders and snakes. Uh, okay, so here it is. Uh, perhaps the most common snake in Wisconsin is the common garter snake. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? No Hornschwaggle. Very good. Okay. That's one. Numero uno. Okay. Um, There are no rattlesnakes in Wisconsin. Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle? Hornschwaggle. That is a Hornschwaggle. There are actually two species of rattlesnakes, and I'm going to be talking about one shortly when the Hornschwaggle's done. Yeah, I got news on it. And uh, so, you you got two for two. Yeah. Well, try. Well, give him a third. Give him one. a third one. Yeah. Let's see yeah. if we can hit the hat trick. What the heck? Uh, there is another snake that's rather common, a larger snake, uh, pretty colorful, often referred to as the pine snake, but it's actually called the fox snake in Wisconsin. 
No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, Big pine snake. snake. I found a, a skin one time shed on the yeah. railroad tracks when I was a kid. They melt or whatever you call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like perfectly intact. It was like five feet long. Wow. And it was wow. laying on the rocks, and that snake must have just shed it. Wow. Must have just shed it. Wow. Well, you are the big wiener. Yeah, so you're, the, right. you're a lucky wiener. And uh, our producer back there, our fine producer, I won't mispronounce his name again, will take your name and uh, address off the, and we'll get that, uh, get that sent to you. All right, thanks, guys. Congra- yep, take congratulations, care, Tim. Yeah, congratulations. That was good. Yeah, Tim <clears throat> knew his snakes. Yeah, he, well, Tim knew his snakes, I guess. He knew his. He knew what was going on with snakes. Now, here's the deal. I was uh, kind of on the snake topic. I was looking through the uh, DNR website, Tom, mm-hmm. and uh, they were talking about in the Van Loon Wildlife Area, which is in La Crosse, they got some type of a project going on in a wetland there, and they just said that uh, there might be some incidental damage to a uh, endangered species there, uh, and it's the uh, eastern... Now... I, I, I'm not sure how you pronounce this snake. Uh, it's it's uh, I'd say Masaja, or, but it's spelled M A S S A S A U G A. Now, for years as a kid, I learned I learned about what was in our state, and I knew we had some uh, some of the rattlesnakes. The uh, uh, I guess it's the is it the eastern uh, timber rattlesnake that mm-hmm. is also up in the bluffs along the Wisconsin yep. Dells area and so forth. And the Mississippi. And up to where, yeah. yeah, by La Crosse and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they've been around. And then I'd hear about this one snake. It's supposed to be kind of a smaller, shyer, reclusive snake, and it's in wetlands in southern Wisconsin. So I always kind of figured, well, if we go south of here, maybe in some of those marshy mm-hmm. areas, you know, there, there could be some presence. So I was kind of surprised when they said La Crosse. That's not exactly southern Wisconsin. But in looking at the map here, uh, they are in some southern Wisconsin states. Now, I don't see any here. Counties? Counties. Yeah. Uh, Waukesha, not Waukesha, but right next to us, it looks like, some of these other counties to our to our uh, west towards Madison. and then, Like Jefferson County? Yeah, uh, I don't know my counties. Dane County? Uh, not quite Dane. I think Dane, it's, I don't know if this is Dane County or not. I should learn my Wisconsin counties better. But then going north. Well, there are 72 of then them. Then going on north and right around that lacrosse, even Monroe County where I deer hunt. Yeah. So now I'm thinking that rattlesnake could be like where I go walking down through the marsh and stuff. Or when you stuff. go up those hills. Well, going up the hills is where yeah. I figured in the summertime. Yeah that that's where the timber rattlesnakes yeah. would be. I know in some of those rocks and bluffs up there, there's got to be. I've thought about going in the summertime, yeah. get some snake boots and one of those big long yeah. prongs and walk <laughs> and climb it. You almost got to be a mountain goat to climb yeah. up there. But you'd have to be careful because you could be reaching over a log or a rock way up mm-hmm. there. Well, but you I could was, always ask John for advice on how to wrestle mountain goats. Well, I was kind of surprised <laughs> that this that this uh, this small massagia, whatever kind. I'm probably butchering the name. Snake is actually in way more counties in Wisconsin than what you think. Is so it poisonous? It, yeah, it's a rattlesnake. Oh, it, it's, it's a, a rat, type of rattlesnake. It's rattles- a rattlesnake that has oh. rattles on it. It gets oh. about 32 inches long at the Ooh, biggest. It's a shorter, yeah. stockier. So, you know, when we go wading through marshes and mm-hmm. wherever around here, normally I guess we do it in the fall and most self-respecting snakes you know, not that they can go to Florida for the winter, but they go somewhere <laughs> underground when it gets cold yeah, here. Yeah. But uh, a guy theoretically could get yourself bitten by a rattlesnake in Wisconsin somewhere. Mm. 
Yeah. I don't like snakes. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. If anybody in any of our listeners have ever seen a rattlesnake in Wisconsin, give us a call. Uh, yeah. Caller Blaine says it's a Mesasaga. 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 Okay. Mesasaga. I wonder if that was Blaine, the new warden. It's it's spelled you know, we Mesasaga. Had, we, he was a, in Mesasaga. Yeah, he was in here. The new warden, Blaine. So maybe that was him calling. I don't think the word in Blaine. How many? Would call. How many? How many people do you know with the first name? Why would of you blame it on him? How many people? Well, he would know, right? He's a warden. They know everything. Well, they know the laws. <laughs> Mississauga. So the Mississauga snake snake is uh, in a lot of counties in Wisconsin. You but know, I guess it's. It, I guess it'd be like getting struck by lightning, getting bit by one. My uh, my son Nick, who lives in uh, Arizona. When he had first moved down there, him and his brother-in-law Joe were walking. I don't. I don't know what they're doing. They were somewhere in the desert, maybe shooting the twenty-twos or something. I don't know. Well, they saw a snake, or, or no, excuse me, some guy and his wife were coming at him and saying, "Hey, don't go over there. There's a rattlesnake over there." Because they got a lot of rattlesnakes down there. Yeah. And he says, "Don't go over there. There's a rattlesnake over there." Guess what? Those two idiots did. They well, had I, it right for it. Well, they I want to. I want to go see it. They want to go see a rattlesnake. Don't go buy rattlesnakes. What are you nuts? But no, he says even the places where he jogs, they'll be jogging along these uh, trails, mm -hmm. and there'll be snakes crossing the trail and that, you know. And it's like, I, how could? Or when they're hunting, and they're in those hills where they got a lot of rocks right, and boulders right. and that. And he said one time he's sitting there, and he and he hears, and he looks over, and yeah, here, when it started getting sunny out, yeah, here comes a snake coming out of one of the crevices, you know. It's like, yeah, I don't know if I could do that. Was it rattling? When yeah, it yeah, yeah, it was making that, or whatever that which rattle means I don't is. like you sitting on my Yeah, log. you're a little too get close. Get out of here, get the heck out. Yeah, which he did. He moved over. He moved in <laughs> he the moved. snake his room. Yeah, he moved. Smart kid. <laughs> I'm going to move. I don't know if I dig jogging on a trail knowing that a rattlesnake could you yeah, know, well, come out there, And there's minute. other snakes that, that are just crossing the road. You know, are there little signs that say snake crossing? Uh, yeah, maybe down there in Arizona, you never know. But you know, the question is, why did the snake cross the road? Maybe you could come up with that to get the chicken on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brendan, we see their sign. He's all right. He, we'll he, shut up. Brendan's got an update going on okay. coming up here, so uh, I suppose we should tell everybody to stay tuned for hour number two. We are the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. John Lehman, Dan Bush, Tom Neubauer, Brendan on the boards this week. And we are presented by the Coleman Insect Repellents. We'll be right back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan, and 12.50 AM, um, WSSP. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.